What's up, Bad Talk family? We got another dope episode for you guys today. Today, we'll be talking about the student loan forgiveness plan and if college is a scam, right? Because there's a lot going on and Rel and I wanna give you our opinion because the recent news, when I say recent, literally just a few hours ago, was announced that Biden is putting a pause and basically extending the student loan forgiveness plan. It might be good news or bad news, depending on how you take it, but regardless, we're about to go into detail now. All the links we share will be in the description below for you guys so you can follow along. But let's get into this, right? So first thing is first, as I said, let's go over the most extremely important detail is that the education department is putting a freeze and extending the student loan uh, forgiveness plan until no later than June 30th. So some background for you guys. Initially, this whole thing started under Trump's administration, right? And it was supposed to end this year on December 31st. However, when Biden came around, he kept on extending this freeze. And actually, he actually wanted to basically put off $10,000 for some of you guys. And for some of you, even $20,000. And that's complete forgiveness. However, now this is going to affect where it's just extending that freeze. You don't have to pay student loans. I don't know if it's going to actually, you know, fall that time on June 30th, though, because it seems like there's a lot of extensions that keep on taking place. But let's see how this you know, plays out right now. What we want to do, though, is break down some statistics for you guys related to the student loans. So Rel, let's do this. Yeah. Now, most definitely. So, you know, I have some notes here. And the first thing I want to mention is the fact that student loan debt in the U.S. totals over one point seven trillion dollars but specifically the federal student loan balance is about 93 percent of that okay now 42.8 million borrowers have federal student loan debt in the first place and the average balance of that is about thirty-seven thousand seven hundred and eighty-seven dollars which is a lot of money to be honest with you yeah that's that's definitely a lot and as we said right all of this will be in the description below for you guys but the most you know key thing to really notice is how much debt this really is like 1.7 trillion is not a small amount by any means and as you can see right here this is a chart that basically is showing the national student loan debt from 2006 up until 2021 it just keeps on going up literally it has not stopped it just goes up and up and up and this is why we're saying is college really a scam right so make sure you're still watching because we will be talking about this in more detail and i think we have a dope idea that can put a pause to all this nonsense but before we get into that let's break down how this debt is really taking place so Rel, go ahead yeah so like you said bro about one in five americans hold student loans okay but more than half of those have 20k or less to pay which is interesting more than half is only 20k or less to pay a third owe less than 10k and seven percent owe more than 100k all right so the, it's actually funny how it breaks down like that to, like i said only seven percent owe more than 100k mm -hmm. so yeah and if you really think about it right when you see these numbers you're like yo i see a lot of people talking about i see doctors i see engineers coming out and say i have two hundred thousand dollars debt but if you really take this into account that's apparently only seven percent and this article is from washington post that came out in august so the numbers might look a little different but it can't go that crazy right now another thing is people are on two different sides right now this is where you really want to tune in and if you're still watching 
and you like this type of content, please do us a favor and like this video, please. It helps people like you find us on the YouTube algorithm and then push this channel forward. So we appreciate it. But getting back to the video right now, when you think about it, there's people that think, yo, if you forgive student loans completely and just pay it off, inflation is gonna be a problem. And then you have people saying, well, doesn't really matter because it's not going to cause that much to really impact inflation, right? So if you really think about it right here, it literally says that explaining that $10,000 in forgiveness is equivalent to about $100 a month per borrower. And the primary concern is that borrowers would use this newfound money to buy high ticket items like cars or homes, which could then contribute to rising inflation. So that's one side that's saying, yo, it could actually impact inflation, right? Because inflation is already high. We go into a bunch of details on this matter on the channel. So definitely check it out if you haven't. But then there's a completely other side, which says that borrowers are most likely not gonna spend the amount canceled, but rather they would use it to pay off other debt or boost to their savings, right? However, the impact on the economy will be small either way. So now you're seeing people say that, yo, like, to be honest, if you just forgive it, all they're going to do is pay off other debt or pick up their savings. We know savings is a problem, but this is another key thing we found when we were doing our research. A 2022 bank rate survey said that 59% of U.S. adults with current or previous student loans have delayed significant financial milestones like buying a home or starting a family due to the debt. And they're arguing that forgiving student loan won't allow these borrowers to make these financial milestones immediately, but will rather bring them closer. So once again, there's two different sides of the spectrum. And it just depends on where you lie right now. So now that we got this, you know, discussed with inflation, I don't want people to say all of a sudden inflation is going to go up or all of a sudden inflation is going to go down. There's two different sides. You could argue for both. Now, let's go into some other key things, right? So Rel, talk to them about the actual inflation and how that relates to college student loans. Yeah, so the thing is, everybody knows college is extremely expensive. Everybody knows that, right? But it actually wasn't always like that. So like just looking back, right? Just looking back, back around 1970, it cost about 1200 per year when you include room and board and tuition. But then in 2020, it costs about 21000 per year. This is for public colleges, right? So you're going from literally 1200 to about 50 years later being worth 21000 And then for private institutions, it's even worse. Like, you know, for private institutions, it went from about 2500 a year in 1970 to 46000 a year in 2020. So the rising price of these colleges actually outpaces inflation by 171.5%. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yo, the way that they increase in these prices to me, it's like, I know we're gonna get into that side of things, but maybe college is a scam, honestly. You can literally see it in the numbers. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the crazy part, right? Like, so when you guys just saw the stat and see the graph, like it's, it's really right here in front of you, as we talked about, we're gonna have this in the description below so you can check out by yourself as well. But it's, pretty scary with tuition and fees and room and boards how how the pace of this is going up right it's pretty insane and people we already countered the whole inflation thing for you guys that it's not keeping up it's not even close right to break it down even further 
Since 1990, average tuition and fees have increased 130% after adjusting for inflation. That's even truer than Morel was saying, right? And then the average cost of tuition and fees at a private four-year institution have risen 124% over the last 20 years for an average annual increase of about 6%. That's just absurd when you really think about it because at the end of the day, are we even making enough to pay for these colleges and are the students able to take on a loan and know what they're doing so now that we got all the data out the way let's give y'all our opinions right so Ral, i'm gonna let you go first bro what do you think yeah so first of all when it comes to the actual news that came out today about biden like continuing to extend this this pause when it comes to that i think that that's good because they need to figure this out whether they're going to forgive people's loans or not but as far as college being a scam bro to be honest with you I think it depends what major you're getting into because there's a lot of majors that are actually not going to produce you the amount of money that's going to get you um, enough money to pay for your loans that you're taking out. Um, and I think it's kind of ridiculous how they're actually even letting uh, students borrow that much money who haven't shown any like because um, think about it, anytime you get a loan, you got to prove that you're, you're credit worthy, right? But these students are not credit worthy. They're young. They just got into the game. They're just now becoming adults. And you're giving up $100,000 as a loan. Like that's that's like predatory to me. That's the same thing that, that was happening in real estate. They just, This is just happening in the student loan realm. But then it's like the reason they're doing that is because they know that at the end of the day, the government is the one providing the funds. And and I think that that's where the scam lies because if they know the government's going to cover everything, these the institutions they're going to continue to raise prices over and over and over. But it's like you're also not providing the jobs for these students that are going to allow them to pay these, this debt off. And so now a student, my advice to them is: if you're a student, you have to look at it and say like, okay, what is the the expected job I'm going to get out of this institution? What's the caliber of job, especially like? Some institutions won't get you uh, a high paying job like another institution would even for the same major, you know? So if you're looking at the quality of your institution, you have to say like, yo, the loans I'm taking out for it, does it equate to, does it equate to actually what I'm going to be getting out of this job? I mean, out of this college. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think the scam part where you were trying to say is, is just think about it, right? Just think about how life goes. So right now, if you're trying to make money, Right. You need to survive in this country. Simple as that. In order to survive, you need to make money. They go hand in hand. But how do you make money? You need a job. Right now, everyone can be an entrepreneur. So you need a job. Well, in order to get a job, what do you need to do? Every job asks for education, right? Qualifications. Well, education means you can't just read a textbook and go to YouTube University. They want to see a diploma. Now, how do you get the diploma? Go to college or not a four year college. Maybe you need to go to master's as well now. So now when you go there, you most likely can't afford it because who has $100,000 sitting in the bank? As we just saw, prices of these colleges keep on going higher and higher and higher. Well, because of that now, you're forced to take out loans. You see how this whole thing is like a basically a rat race? You're, rather than a job rat race, you're going in a student loan rat race. And that's why the numbers will keep on going higher and higher and higher. And the point that I think Rella was making with the scam part of it is this. Now, yes. Right. I, I hate to say this, but certain majors will make more than other majors. It's just it's just a fact. Now, you can look at numbers. People get hurt about it. At, at the end of the day, it's not about getting hurt. It's about doing what's best for you. Right. So 
this is how we think. I, I, I want to say we, because I'm pretty sure you agree, bro. Is I think this is this is how it should really be broken down. There should be regulations behind how colleges can increase their prices. Now, for example, when students are picking a house, right, or when an individual is picking a house, they had different options to look at, they had data to look at, and that's what helps them make a decision. For a student, it's it's really what a party scene, <laughs> whether it's dope or not. That's that's really what you're all looking at, right? However, colleges, they don't really provide you as much data as they possibly could. What they should be doing is when you're applying to these colleges, the colleges provide you what my job placement is, the percentage. And has that number gone up or has that gone down over the last 10 years, 20 years? And I want to see you in five year period, right? Is that in, heading in the right direction? Now, on top of that, I want to see how much I make. So per candidate, depending on what field, that the college is really good at, how much do they make outside of when they graduate? Is it going up or is it going down? Is it beating inflation or is it not beating inflation? All that matters. And that's when a student should be able to say, well, yo, ABC University actually makes more than XYC University. ABC University has a better rate to actually place me where I wanna go outside of college in XYZ. And because of that, I will go to this university. And until that university has a track record of going up every single year, that's when they should be able to, to actually increase their price. And if they don't go up every year, then they shouldn't be able to increase their price. And it should be monitored on a yearly basis. If you go down, then you can't increase, increase your price. If you go up, you can increase price, however, that price has to be adjusted according to inflation. It can't be adjusted just on a random number. So I, I think that's where the regulation piece comes in. Yeah, I agree. Like it has to be certain guidelines that they have to meet. Like if you're if you're placing students into uh, six figure jobs at a seventy percent rate, seventy percent of your students get six figure jobs outside of this outside of this college. Then maybe you could charge this amount, you know, per student as far as tuition and room and board, et cetera, et cetera. Like and just keep those numbers on an actual measurement guideline right there has to be measurement behind it because there's colleges that's like not producing much talent there's colleges that are producing a lot of talent and mm -hmm. they have the same they have the same tuition rates like yeah that, that doesn't make any sense to me at all it needs to be some type of regulation because ultimately it's leaving people who go to the like lower quality colleges paying the same amount of loans as people that went to higher quality colleges with higher paying salaries and, mm -hmm. and it's just a it's an unfair system and, and you're leaving kids to do it a lot of times kids who had no guidance coming into college they didn't have parents who went to college it, and it's that's why i say it's, it's predatory because they're lending people who can't handle this um this loan all that money to, to that point um it i was actually looking into this right there was a stat that said that college rates are actually rising but the reason why they're rising is mostly it's because it's first generation students right or two it's minority students who are going there so when you look at it if you're a first generation most likely you have no idea what's going on right i would say 99 percent of you don't have any idea what's going on and you get into the trap and you just take out whatever loan is possible and then minority students at the end of the day, you're just trying to make your family better and your circumstances better. So you're going to take on whatever loan they give you to make that situation better. So, yeah, it, it doesn't really make much sense. Um, and I think that's where the regulation piece comes in. So that's why we're saying that is a scam. And my personal opinion on this getting extended is 
I think it's a good thing because it really is allowing people to get adjusted to what's about to happen, which is the recession. So they can take care of their budgeting, they can take care of their finances. And then the government also takes into account what are we really doing with this? Are we going to do the 10,000 and 20,000 or are we going to make it happen? So that that's my view on it. Yeah, bro, I, I can't I can't agree more. And ultimately, like my, my final statement on it is like, I'm not saying not to go to college. I'm going to be clear on that. I'm just saying that you have to actually sit down and assess the risk that you're taking as far as what you could expect out that's out of that college. All right. And then the, the loans you're taking on, because what you could expect out of them, if you know you're probably going to get a $60,000 job out of them, that major from that college will get you a 60K job and your loans is 120K with interest that you aren't going to finish paying off to you 90 years old, like then maybe you should reconsider and just see is there another option for you um, until we get some type of regulation behind this because I something has to change. It's either they get regulation behind this to make this a more fair practice or students have to start taking the power back and, and not paying those rates and finding other ways to go about it, which a lot of people in our generation are doing, finding other ways to make money. But, you know, I, I get it. Like if you have a passion for a major that you want a job with, you're going to have to go to college for it. It's just that maybe you got to pick the right school with the right rates that's going to give you the right job to pay back those rates. That's all. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a good summary. But if you if you like this type of episode, you know, definitely please let us know, right? Comment below what your take is on the student loan, right? Do you agree with the regulation idea that we're suggesting? Do you think college is a scam? Comment below to let us know for sure. All the links are in the description that we just shared with you guys as well. But this wraps up the episode. So if you're still watching, thank you. We appreciate it. Please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Plus hit that little notification bell because we drop two videos a week and you don't want to miss them also it is thanksgiving week so make sure y'all are taking the time out to enjoy this week with your family and your friends and your loved ones but we'll catch you on monday until then peace peace soundstripe